I could be in a crappy situation in my business, but this too shall pass. And as long as I work through it and I take it, like, here's this problem, here's the solution, here's this problem, here's the solution, it's probably going to work out. Most people just quit way too early. They quit early in absolutely everything, whether it's a new job, whether it's a new relationship, whether it's a new business. We make mistakes every day in basically every facet of life. Wouldn't it be nice to just skip a few? We'll help you fuck up less. Listen in. Well, welcome. Today, let's, what do you want to talk about today? I just like jack the, I just jack all the shit. You know what? So let me just make sure my light is turned all the way up so people can see my beautiful face. Um, I wanted to talk about today. I had like a, a, and I feel like I just jack all the topics all the time. So I'm sorry for doing that. But I was like thinking, so today's me and Alina's anniversary. And yes, I was, was it four years? Four years, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was, was sitting here thinking like, and it goes back to like what we were saying, like focus on one thing and, you know, give it, you know, uh, do one thing, stay with it. And, you know, and I was thinking like, man, you know, before like I was in and out of relationships or, you know, jumping from girl to girl when I was younger and all this stuff. And like some of the amazing things that happened by sticking to, and I know this is, there's parallels in business and life in this, but like sticking to one woman, you know, making a commitment and, you know, putting a plan together and then looking like, wow, in the last four years we've had, you know, two beautiful children. We built a beautiful home. Um, you know, I mean, by doing that, I, I I found success in business, and I found you know, like a partner that supports me with our you know side investments and stuff, and just sticking and kind of offloading that and saying like we're good, we're grounded, and you know, obviously you go everywhere and you can see a good looking woman, and there's they're all over the world, right? But just sticking with one woman, making a full commitment, being all in, I think that you know, God has blessed us for doing it the right way, doing the right thing. And I know you're the religious one and I'm not, but you know, just, I was literally just about to be like, did you just say God blessed you? I was like, yeah, you believe yeah. in God? <laughs> yeah. But like, you know, I think that a lot of the things I was thinking about, you know, why I'm grateful for, and Alina just helped like hone me in and you, and like I needed somebody to kind of help hone me in. And, and we've, our skill sets are opposite and we suit each other well. And like just sticking with that and going through the tough times and going through the good times and going through everything and just sticking with it and saying, this is what it is. I'm fully dug in. And like, I, I don't know, it just put me in a really, really good place. And I feel like there's so many parallels in business to that. I mean, you know, sticking to one, I mean, look at Gym Academy now, right? And where you're at. And you probably along the way, hopefully I've talked you out of it, but you've probably had 50,000 other ideas and you could have launched this and that. You could have done this and that. And I probably like made you feel dumb for wanting to do that and just stick with this thing and dude look at so like let me tell you about this doing. new business that i'm launching it goes bob every friday <laughs> <laughs> oh, i still have tons of ideas but um one alina's a savage so congratulations on for you she's a i think i feel like you and her are very good compliments sure um and I do agree with you because I said that to I, I, like, I'm very, very uh, fortunate for Z. And I know she actually was telling me one of the episodes that she was listening to of this. And I was like, oh, fuck. Um, but uh, it's really it is really refreshing for me to have a partner where it's you have that stability. You have that that person like just that support. Yeah. Um, is a beautiful thing it's really nice because prior to that I, when i moved to montana it was the zero intention and prior to this like 
there was no serious. I mean, I had some serious relationships. I was, I had some great people in my life, but it was always dating around and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, that's why would I settle down? But it, it does elevate you to another level. And I think something like, like what you and Alina have is really cool because it is a really good compliment in how she is versus also how you are. I feel like it, it, there's something really, um, I'm trying to remember like the saying, but it's really when you have that support person there, it just allows you to feel really invincible. Well, I mean, even um, look at kids. For sure. And I don't. I'm not going yeah. to claim to be the best parent, right? But we're both figuring things out and you're figuring things out for years. But like as a child, when you feel like you're stable at home, you feel like everything's okay at home, it allows you to flourish because you don't have to worry about that stuff. You don't have to have like anxiety about, you know, the stability at home. Where's dad or where's mom or do they love me or do they this? And then like when you have that stability and your parents back you and stuff, sometimes it allows you to flourish. Um, it's almost the same thing with the relationship. Like everything's taken care of. I feel good, secure, um, I have my home base. So it just allows me to go out, like not have anxiety about those things and put my full attention and just go and just penetrate the world. My awesomeness dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's, that is really cool. Like, as you're saying that I, I grew up with, uh, you know, my parents never divorced. They've been together right. for probably 40 years now. Um, they've had definitely their ups and downs. And there's a cool balance between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Like my dad was that he fucking grinded, worked his ass off, did his sports. He's definitely he's softened in his age, but he was definitely, you know, rigid. Whereas my mom, I honestly don't think I've ever seen my mom angry. Maybe, maybe one. Dude, your time, mom is like the, she used to be life. on the zooms with us all the time. She's like always smiling. I'm like, I'm like, yo, do a hundred burpees. And she's like, okay. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> sweetest woman in the world it's like hilarious because she's so kind and i'm such a dick at times <laughs> uh, and aggressive and she's just and i think there's that balance but i think growing up with that balance was a really nice thing and i do i, I do think that's awesome with like our kids where they have that where they have well for, it's interesting too because both of us like our partners are also very driven like z is super good at what she does alina's super good at what, what she does sure um well and it, I know for me, like as we're growing Jim Academy, we're just growing like a fucking weed. Um, and we're gearing up for, you know, really starting to award franchises again for uh, for Legion. You know, so I am focusing just on those businesses. Thank you very much. Which are the same Although things. there is the smaller ones. Um, it is nice, though, being like, we just got the, the house painted and the interior. I'm like, Z set that up. You know, so it's nice being like, hey, I don't have to try and figure everything out. You ever see my house supportive of me being focused on this? Like, yeah. Well, you sent me pictures when you got it and some videos and stuff and some like how it's decorated. No, I don't think so. I'm going to show you one day because I had zero input in that. It was felt really good. Like, like Z got your house painted good. Like all the decorations and the way everything's laid out. I have construction workers in my house every other day. They had, she has to remodel a brand new house every other day, but it's good to have that foundation, right? Cause you're like, man, my house is going to look good. I wouldn't know how to do it on my own. it, and it, the other cool thing is I feel like when you have a partner and you have that, we, when I first started dating Z, we took a look, uh, her and I both, we looked a lot into um, like attachment theory. Cause when I started dating her, I was like, all right, I failed at every relationship. It, they haven't worked. The common denominator is clearly me. This is an amazing woman that I've, she was like nobody else I'd ever met. So I was like, I, I got to make sure I don't fuck this up. So I started looking into why I sabotage relationships or where issues come from. And it was a cool thing because she was do- also doing her own work. And we looked a lot into that. And that was 
I definitely would say that this is a secure relationship where whether we have issues or not, like, I think I pissed her off this morning before I came down here, but it's like, I know that we'll talk about it and we'll be good. Like, I don't got to worry about, is this the end or any of that stuff? It's we're, we're totally in it together. And it's, she's totally cool with me being super absorbed with, yeah, I'm in scale mode. Like I'm back in a fucking scale mode, 100%, just like when I was scaling Legion originally, if not at a higher level. And I know you're in a very similar place. Right. And it's cool. She's like, cool, do it, do your thing, get to work, love it, no problem. Yeah. Like I get it. Yeah. You know, it's that, like, hey, that, just make sure you make time that, for me. It's almost yeah. like a kid, right? Like it's like, they say every man grows up to marry his own mother, right? <laughs> Is that the saying? Like, <laughs> God, I hope that's untrue, but. Um, no offense to my mother, but I don't want to marry my mother. Um, but you know, you got that like home base and that security and that like, you know, loving, nurturing, like I got you and I'm going to support you thing. And it just allows you to flourish. And even like, dude, there's a parallel in every aspect. This is like employees. And I know that you're probably going to like fall out of your seat when I say this, but like for my sales reps, having a, having a salary, I've changed my mind on things. Having a stable salary, knowing that you're good and then like launching from there, I've actually realized that like they performed a lot better because they know I'm covered here. And as long as I do my thing, I go from there. And I know you're, I've completely changed my topic on this. Are you talking for Case Connect or for the gym? Both. Like the coaches have a good salary well, plus that in Case well, Connect. Yeah, I agree with that. But our sales reps I, have I a good salary gyms, plus bonuses too. So it's interesting because we're pure commission. But we have a fucking fat commission structure. So it's really nice. Like that was one of the things, like we're talking about, you know, what Cam's going to make and we're going to be bringing on another uh, rep. Right. But one of the things that I was actually thinking about doing, and this is something I know that Joey talks about, Sapanic, and some Taylor talked about, was you can have having them on like commission, but then also um, tying in like the residual in the back end. So let's say, Everybody they sign up with, they get a percentage of that like every single month. So let's say it's you give them a 10% uh, uh, commission structure, but it's like 10% monthly. So let's just say you're two grand a month on the back end after maybe the start. To every person they sign up, that's just 200 bucks a month for them. That's so then next thing you know, it's residual. So it's like once they, after a year of all those people they sign up, they could be, you know, having before they even start the month. 15, 20K. That's that foundation and security other. and it takes yeah. all the stuff away from them to have to worry and then they can just like flourish and yeah. just focus on like, okay, cool, I'm good. Yeah. And then just go do the thing. You know, it's it's interesting. It's like, I don't know. I, t I tell this to Z, I think I've told this to you. I know in pharmaceutical and medical device sales, they have fat salaries and I think they're the worst fucking salespeople in the world. Do they suck? Uh, and they do all this sales. They're so they're fucking so bad. And I think... So I think in those kind of, they get so used to like these the relationship based trying to sell and it kind of sucks. So I don't know. I think that's an interesting switch that you've made. I do think that team members should be, especially like if it's in the gyms, like we talk about sal like, you know, we want our managers to essentially be the sales reps for the locations. Yeah. We want to have a salary. We want it to be a good salary, but we do want to have them tied into the success of the KPI. Sure. So, sure. you know, so you have bonuses there. I pulled up, um, going back a step, I pulled up, because we were actually talking about this on uh, the training in Gym Academy the other day, is Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. And it is interesting, uh, kind of talking about that, you have your physiological needs. Are you, are you familiar with Maslow's Hierarchy yeah. of Needs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Like security um, and housing or so, whatever is one of the most. Yeah, it's like you get physiological, then you get safety. And that kind of is, then you have like your, your love and belonging. And then you can go up to esteem and self-actualization. There's some people that believe there's some stuff above it. Um, you know, but I think that's really true. Like when you have a really good partner and all that stuff's taken and those base needs are set and you're secure in it, like then it's just the world's your fucking oyster. Um, you can, you can accomplish whatever the hell you want. It's really nice. Cause I've had people in the past. I usually always say this, uh, you know, people would be attracted to me. Cause let's say I was like into fitness and, and jacked or whatever. And then they'd be like, well, why do you always have to go work out? Why do you got to eat again? Why do you got to do this? It's like, oh, they don't like that. Or they started dating me early on. Cause they're like, oh, he has money. And they're like, well, you're always working. It's like, well, how the fuck do you think I have That's money? What comes with it. Do you, think you know, why do you think I'm muscular? Cause I got to work out. And, it's something, and it's, those are the things I love to do. So when you have somebody that's cool with those things and whatever season that you're in, it makes life so much easier. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm like kind of like tying that into the sales rep too, or even any team member. That's, that is interesting. So I'm curious, when did you make that switch? It's not a huge salary. Like it's enough that their bills are paid, enough to give them security blanket. And then the, the comp structure is very favorable. But I made that switch because like, man, you know, I was like, I really thought that sales reps are all, I always with money, money. I'm a good salesman. I want to work the pay plan. I'll never want a salary. And I like kind of thought that maybe that's true a little bit, but like just found out if you find the right people, like they're not going to take advantage of it. They're going to be appreciative of them. They're still going to work hard and they're going to do everything they need to do. And I've really just like going on to hiring the right people now. Well, I do agree. I think that Cause you, I remember you're the one who, cause you kept with the sales background. You're like, dude, salespeople are going to work the fucking comp structure. And that's something they said at the the sales event recently with Joey and Taylor. And they're like, salespeople will kind of like figure it out. So you got to be careful to depending on it. Oh, at LA fitness, we used to, when we hit the top tier bonus, we used to save all our deals and deals. And all of a sudden on the first of the next month, we drop like 10 deals and head start the next bonus. We used to work that pay plan sick. That's literally exactly what uh, Taylor was saying that would happen too. I did it myself. It's like what when I got my bonus, why in the world would I sign one more person up? I might sign one extra just to make it look good. Dude, in car sales, the top bonus was at like 20 cars or whatever. If I wasn't hitting 24 at the next tier, I'd sandbag all those things would go first, second, third day of the month, next month. Oh, customer could come <laughs> in to pick it up. Sorry, guys. Why wouldn't I? I'm incentivized to do so. <laughs> But I do think that like, cause it was when we, uh, when we brought on cam, um, we were like, all right, dude, uh, here's our comp structure. He's like, cool. And then I heard about like, you know, kind of like maybe even tying in the back end a residual and we floated to him, like it'd be pretty cool to kind of, uh, you know, potentially the having all this stuff on the back end and, and building up that kind of like monthly reserve that you get started with. Cause also the cool thing is if you have that, it's going to be really tough for people to want to leave. Yeah. Um, but he actually was, it's interesting. Cause I don't know. I, I, that's an interesting concept. Cause when we were having the discussion, we're like, Hey, maybe that's something we'll do down the road. Um, I like the idea of, of them having to really fight for it. Like get hungry, not get lazy. Cause I think that does happen for every level of employee. But that's when your salary is so cushy that you can survive off your salary. It's fine. Like I'm talking about a baseline. Do you know you're good and your bills are paid and you don't have to worry about paying your mortgage? Yeah. And that's kind of like when you do salary, like that's the baseline that you want to have. It's like, hey, like you're not going to be fucking living the rock star life. Like you got you to gotta go get that. I do think though that um, the most important thing is people. Like you need to have people. This is more and more, especially if we're talking to gym owners, like the biggest mistake where like you have 
you have seven employees, you got 10 employees, your gym's doing 400 grand a year, you know, 360 grand. What do you have so many fucking people working there for? You know, or, you know, even like you run a very lean team of people that are super bought in. And I think that's the most important thing is you want to have people that are super bought in, that are aligned with the vision, that are aligned with the mission, that are going to be there on the journey. And then they're going to be compensated heavily, you know, but it's also like, we're not, we're not looking to have for every one employee, it's the equivalent of two, you know what I mean? Like, and they're going to be paid as a result of that uh, as well. So I think that the most important thing is any business is people. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting too, with the AI shifts. So like having good people are going to be even more important because with the changes that AI is bringing on, like people are going to lose their fucking jobs. Uh, for sure. Yeah, but it's also so, going to create jobs of people that know how to massage and work AI 100%. correctly. And, you know, I, I've said this in the beginning, maybe one of our first episodes or something, but I think that like business in the world is changing, right? To a giant business with a bunch of employees, to like people being empowered to start so many small micro businesses or they're sole proprietors or they're working for themselves and making a good living, hundred to $200,000 a year, working from the confines of their home you know, waking up when they want to wake up, scheduling things around. Like, I think people have the tools now and I think that's the market's going to shift more to like one big corporation. Everybody has to work for this Two, Everybody has the ability to kind of do their own thing because the AI gives you the tool. Like you can kind of run a business. There's so many programs out there. Like I think people are going to operate like their own business. Yeah. It's going to be either three businesses, yeah. Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A, Walmart, and Can't Amazon. AI, like, Chick-fil-A, dog. And that's it. That's like the only, that's going to be the only businesses left. And then the rest are just going to be people living in fucking ready player one playing video games or trying to do something. I don't know. It's either that, or it's going to be everybody doing their own fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting, shift. but, but if for, you get sucked down the Twitter rabbit hole, you're like, the world <laughs> is on fire. I try to stay off social media as much. You're love. So I get a 15 post from you. I don't even have to go to social media. I can just get your text because they're all social media posts that you share with me. So I'll, I, you sift through the shit for me, dude. It's like having my own AI sifting through the good posts. And all I have to do is just read your text. Bob AI. Bob <laughs> yeah. AI. I'll send you the good stuff. But dude, I, I, you know, like going, like we started off with like, all right, focusing on one thing and committing to one thing and then having like a good foundation and stuff for like everything in life, man. I think even, so we started with like, hey, committing to one woman or one partner and building a life and having that foundation will allow you to focus your energy. Then going from that foundation for employees and then even go over to like the foundation of being in a good company where you know you're secure, where you know you're part of a good team, where you know that they got your back and they have your best interests in mind also allows you to flourish. So like, dude, that foundation is so important through every aspect of life and business. Well, I do do think that there's a lot of there's a lot of really good benefit of not everybody should try and own their own business right? and we've talked about this be an entrepreneur like it's not all sunshines and rainbows and a lot of times you can make more money working for somebody else and ultimately they're they're yeah there's risk for it because there's like you're hoping they'll be successful but like the other risk all the other like liabilities aren't on you like future debts like if the business goes out and you're an employee like whatever you go get a new gig right um and now you've had all these skills developed and stuff like that but I do think how you do one thing is how you do everything. And a lot of people are very quick in relationships where the first sign of maybe an argument or a difference of opinion. And then they're like, fuck it, I'm on to the next. You know, and stuff like, you know, with, with social media, it's definitely opened up those doors where people see all these, you know, whatever, the, the grass is greener opportunities. 
Right. But being able to then have that conversation to work through somebody, have each other's back is really, and understand like the long term. It's like, there's not going to be one person that you could ever meet that you're, unless you're a, you know, a freak and you've actually just, you're just, you have a slave that are never going to argue with you. And that's not a reality. So, you know, going back to it, it's, people just quit too early and that's in every aspect of life. They quit early in relationships. I think for me in fitness, I realized early on that things don't happen quickly. So the longer I stick with it, the better my results are going to get. And then I'm going to get the outcome directly tied to the efforts I put in. Same thing happens with relationships. Same thing happens in business. Same thing happens if you're working for somebody and how you do that one thing. If you just stick with it long enough and it is, let's say not toxic necessarily, you're not, things aren't all fucked up and you're working through it properly. It, it does allow you to really understand that, Hey, I could be in a crappy situation in my business, but this too shall pass. And as long as I work through it and I take it, like, here's this problem, here's the solution, here's this problem, here's the solution, it's probably going to work out. Most people just quit way too early. They quit early in absolutely everything, whether it's a new job, whether it's a new relationship, whether it's a new business, and they never get it to the point where it's like, there's probably something to that where as long as you just don't quit long enough, you'll have a successful business, you'll have a successful relationship as long as things are healthy. Yeah. Or you'll learn something for the next one. Do you have like, um, did you ever like, like throughout my life, I can remember like so vivid certain things people have said to me. Like, do you have that like one little sentence from a person who's like insignificant in your life that you've come across for like maybe one day and said something to you that you can just, you always remember it and just like sticks with you? Do you, do you, do you run into that or am I just a wacko? I think, I mean, I, there's like, I'd have to, on the spot, I can't think of it, but I'd be curious to hear yours. I can bring up a handful. Um, there's a guy named Ed, I forget his last name, but he worked for Ben's and I was questioning him and stuff. And he's like, Hey dude, you know, I, you're going to have a successful business one day. I can see it. And like he, and that thing stuck with me. Another one, um, I forget her name, but, um, she's an Asian lady. I remember exactly what she looks like. I can like draw a picture. I can't draw. I can tell somebody to draw a picture. Exactly what she looks like. She's sitting at my desk. I can tell you what the day looked like, what, what time it was, what car she's buying, everything she said. And I think she says, Thank you, Angela, for always being like results oriented. Everything you do is just like pushing to make a good resolution for this. And that's a very good quality you have. That stuck with me, right? And then one thing that made me realize that was my uncle told me I was stressed out about a job. And he says, when you do something, give it at least two years and just stick with it. And after that, if you don't like it, you could say it was a failure, but give it at least two years. He's like, one year seems like it'd be enough. He's like, just give it in there, give it everything you got. And if it's not for you, it's not for you, but just give it your all for that time period. And you might be surprised at what happens. I think that last one's really good. I mean, that two year one, that's a long time, but right. I do think like- He might've said a year, I might be lying, but I, th- I thought it was two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but it's like, and but that's so true. So many people now, they might do something. And if it doesn't work day one, cause it's new to them, they're like, fuck it, I'm done. It's like, just, just go in on the process. And that was what I, I think uh secret to my success was when I just surrounded myself with people that were two, three, five, ten 10 levels ahead of me. I was like, I don't understand why this works. I don't get it yet, but clearly it works. So I'm just going to keep doing it until I either figure it out or I get the success, but I'm not going to be like, no, nah, this isn't, this isn't going to work. And cause they, I tried it for five minutes and I fucked up. Cause honestly, and I go back to this so much. Like when I started, uh, with I Sam. can't wait to drop what I'm going to say. 
because you're gonna fucking die. And also, don't let me forget. I do. I did remember the the one thing that um sticks with me, and it's about a fortune teller in Atlantic City. Okay, but uh, I'm texting it out now. Yeah, but uh, no, I like with Sam. It's I remember I didn't have I didn't ever run ads before. I didn't sell to cold traffic. He had me recording large group sales orientations, and I was like, "This is fucking weird." Like it when I first recording and did it was terrible, you know. And like I'd never experienced it before, so I easily could have just been like, "Nah, it's not gonna work." You probably sucked your first couple of times, dude. The first one I signed up what four or five out of fifty, yeah. like bombed, atrocious. Yeah. Um, the first, what like couple months, three to six months, I actually ended up losing money initially on some of the efforts, but I realized it was like, not because it was because of the things I was doing wrong. And it was like, cool. Like this clearly works. I'm just not working correctly. I need to still figure it out. So it's, I could have easily quit. And then I wouldn't, I would probably still be a trainer if I still had that business, just be a trainer in the gym, you know, which not necessarily bad life, but not anywhere near. I wouldn't be living in Montana with a girl in my dreams, with an amazing kid. Um, you know, and sending you fucking pictures of cars so you could be like, can you just buy that shit already? Like, it wouldn't be like that wouldn't be the life I'd be living. Side note: So Bob's been on a really bad kick. Like he's dude, just buy something and stop. He's like a crackhead who like he's just sending me every car listing and just not taking action on it. He's like, it's like, <laughs> and, he, and he's itching so bad to buy something, and like you have the money to, but just friggin' buy something and just enjoy it. Like, I get it. All right, yeah, you're in the season of growth. Just just buy a car. Get it out of your system, man. Go buy something. Can I tell you what, what I was going to say? Go on, yeah. So, yeah, this is pretty funny. And you know, I like to torture you about this. So you say you surround yourself with the people and all this stuff. What if you surrounded yourself with like people that were invested in some crazy crypto and you flew out and you listened to them and you got... You you listen to the cult and became part of the cult and you're like, yo, it's the next best thing and you invest money in it and all of a sudden it's all gone. So that can work both ways. I don't I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, that sounds very perfect. For anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about, if you because you want to be in denial, Bob, you gotta buy this crypto. I'm down in Texas. I flew in there, tell me all about this. There's a do to do to be to be to be to be. This is unknown, it's gonna be the next you best thing. You win some, you lose some. Listen, if if I got out when I should have got out, it would have been a great investment. I'm not going to share a person, the person that said this to me, but I, I'm I'm very, you know this, I'm very like pessimistic, which is a fault of mine, but also sometimes it saves me. There's a guy that wanted me to invest in um, this like algorithm that trades and trades and trades and trades. And I was asking about like a buddy we had who's making millions and millions of dollars a month. And I'm like, how's he been, dude? I haven't talked to him in a while. He goes, lost everything. I'm like what? Is that a true story? Very true story. Happened. I had just had lunch with him recently. Um, he's a very close friend of mine. Not the guy that lost the money. We're associates, we're friends, but like the, the guy that was sitting next to me, and he put a lot of money into it. He probably lost something up to the tune of a few million dollars himself. And um they, he kept telling me for the last year, you gotta do this, you gotta do this, you gotta do this. And I'm just like, man, I just stick with the single boring thing I know. I don't just and I told him I was like, if it sounds too good to be true, it typically is. I don't understand it and I won't invest my money in it. And he he Quick looked at money me. Money is deadly. And he looked at me. He said, "Yeah, I lost everything too. Not everything. I got thankfully. You know, he everything has, he put in. Yeah, everything he put in. And he said, he said, if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is. And he looked back, and I'm like, man, you know, I love saying told you so, and love being right, but I just don't feel good that it happened to you, right? 
So it does, if you surround yourself with people, like, dude, sometimes some things sound really, really good. So I'm not saying dive into you find a YouTube video and people are saying like, dude, you got to do this, 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 and that. And you end up either in jail or broke. Like you got to do your due diligence of what you're doing. Um, but go all in on something once you do your due diligence. I think it's like, I mean, it's just, we've all had experiences, coaches, mentors, courses, whatever programs, like stuff that have given us returns and stuff that haven't. And each of those experiences just educate you for the next one. So then you're just able to better discern. I obviously am a little bit more, uh, I'm not really risk averse compared to, I think you to a degree. So, I mean, that's definitely changed, but still my wins column is still significantly higher. You're going to get some fucking losses. Um, but yeah, I mean, dude, that's the same thing. Cause if you hang around a bunch of criminals that are like, Hey, cause it's, it's really like, come to learn. Like, that's a lot of like, if you could quick money is usually something probably a little on the shady side and you gotta be okay with that. You gotta understand it. Like taking a step back, like if you truly understood how crypto was like, there was that light bulb moment. I was like, Oh, like, this is how it works. It's just fucking like, it's just people pumping it. And then they're, you know, so the last person in is the person just loses all their money, you know, and, that person has to be okay with, Hey, there's zero utility. This there has been, there's never, it's like, that's not, you're not creating actual value. You're creating fake value. You're going to pump it. If you know anything about relationships, you can't pump and dump a woman and marry, right? The pump and dump is a short-term gain. And it's going to, you can't pump and dump, <laughs> dude. You got to marry. You got to marry be for the long game. Baby. So you just, you got to understand where you're at. Like, what is, what is the scenario? So those are, and I, but that is true. And, any level of, of success, probably relationship or business is if you're looking for that quick fix, you're going to be fucked. Yeah. You know, if you're looking for, if you're looking for that quick money, it's okay if you want to gamble, but it's gambling. Yeah. Like, yeah. Have a little small percentage that you're going to put away, whatever that you're going to have that high risk where maybe there'll be an awesome reward, but you're going to lose it all. You know, there's that, like, just don't even bank on that. I was very happy when my buddy told me he pulled out his original investment plus some before. So granted, he lost everything, which was never like he didn't lose anything that he put in. So yeah. he walked away unscathed, albeit it's very painful to see seven figures in an account that turned to zero and it just went under. And you know, there's what probably huge of, losses um, coming. What, what was it? What was uh, he trading? Was it crypto? Forex, no, so was it was it? like foreign exchanges. It was like foreign currencies. I'm just, so again, I don't understand it. I don't. I don't invest in it. Right. So like, is that that forex me, stuff? Yeah, it was a. It was a bot or algorithm that traded foreign yeah. currencies and it was like approved yeah. by Oppenheimer, which is like one of the biggest financial companies in the world. I don't understand it. I didn't know it. I won't invest in it. Do you know what I do understand? I understand that there's a house here and it costs X amount of dollars or somebody's going to pay me X amount of month in rent. Everybody's going to need that. And it's not get rich quick, but I'm very risk adverse. And I know that if for some reason, just the world just disappears I have bigger problems and the house and the land that I own is not going to disappear. So it's not get rich quick. So I funnel my money into things that are not get rich quick. Um, my business might look like to everybody get rich quick. Like, oh, Angelo hit it big with his business. But you don't know when me and Bob had a business when I was throwing up because like we weren't making our numbers and we didn't know if the business was going to work. And we did, it was like, you know, it was a, and overnight I was stressed about these sales reps aren't working. Should I fire this person? Should I hire this person? Like nobody knows how that feels, right? Pandemic shut down the gyms. You own fucking how many locations and all the franchisees. I'm sure you can, you're very even keel, but how sick your stomach would be like, damn, what am I going to do? And then you're like, you know what? 
it's going to be what it's going to be. Let's put a plan in action. Like people always see like the success, like, yeah, it's an Instagram reel. They don't know how hard it is. So, you know, I know steady, simple, easy, sticking with one thing. It's always going to be there. And it's not get rich quick is typically too good to be true because it sounds too good to be true because it is. Yeah. I mean, that's, um, I think what you're talking about is so important to understand. It's if you have something that you're able to make your active income in, like, do that and be really good at that. And then you just want to put your money into something that's boring, relatively safe and stable. Cause it's not, it's not, it's about accumulating it. It's letting it compound. It's not about putting it at risk. Like you don't want to have to work your ass off or something to then let it be in something that's stupid high risk that could be gone tomorrow. That's just, it's here's the storm. It's not going to put it in the bank. And that's one of the, honestly, one of the reasons why I still haven't even gotten into real estate. Cause I'm like, I don't fucking know real estate. Yeah. And I, you know, but I'm really good at business so I can easily grow that. And I look back at to when I was growing Legion and I'm like, oh, probably, and I've said this probably on the spot, like I, sh- I should have been putting my money here or there. Maybe I should have been, but at the same time, I grew the business pretty fucking fast to having this huge, you know, value and a cash cow. I wouldn't have gotten that anywhere else except for putting all of my attention in there. Luckily, I didn't let it get split. Yeah. I've always had like, you know, I always get like distracted here and there, but for the most part, I was solely focused on that. Same thing with you right now. Like you're solely focused on Case Connect. That's why it's fucking blowing up. That's why it's continuing to grow. You're putting your money into stuff that you know, so it's not going to be at risk. But it's not like it's going to be this, you know, you're just going to kind of like put your money in there. You're going to forget about it. It's going to compound, boom, 5, 10, 15, 20 years later. You're like, hey, look at this awesome thing that's been built as a result of this while I just poured my energy into this other business. So it just accumulated like my active income versus passive income. But I'm actually like thumbing through, if you hear all the weird sounds, I'm thumbing through a very good book, The Richest Man in Babylon. Um, but in here, and I can't forget where, because this is a different, I gave a copy of this to one of my You can't remember book. where? I can't remember where it is in the book, but it talks about like never invest with fools or something like that. Like if you don't know, don't invest, right? And like if people, like I don't understand crypto, I, I understood Bitcoin and I know that was that. So that's all I really bought that in the theory. I didn't get into all these cryptos and all these shit coins and all this stuff. And I'm like, this don't even make any sense to me. I'm not, invest- I invest in what I know. So it's like, you need to understand, like don't invest with fools. So if you don't know it, don't invest in it. Like, you know, real estate, something that if you learned it, yeah, you can invest in it. My dad made me read um, Think and Grow Rich, or not Think and Grow Rich, I wish yeah. I that. but uh, he, he made me read the Robert Kiyosaki book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, at a very young age. And my dad had duplexes, so it was very simple to me. I buy a house for X, um, I get X amount per floor, it's profitable, eventually they'll pay the mortgage off, <clears throat> I'll still have that money and I'm making money on it. It's a way of multiplying your money and it's very safe and you get appreciation. I understood that at a very young age. So I bought my first house at what, maybe 15, 20 years ago, maybe like a 20-ish years old. Like, okay, I understood that. Yeah. So it, it, yeah. it's what I understand, but you understand business. Like that's all you've ever done. Now, now, if you learned real estate and you understood it in basics, not that complicated. And you might be like, okay, this yeah. is something simple. It doesn't require much energy for my brain. So I'll, I can do that. But yeah, you need to know what you're investing in and stuff. It's dangerous when you don't. And I didn't know. So I'm, I'm just going to buy, I'm just going to put my money in exotic cars. Dude. And flip them, and I'm gonna come drive them just to keep. You know, you gotta run those every once in a yeah. while. <laughs> I, I no, I, but you know, you're I love cars. True. I love cars. Do you see my post about like not not buying like superficial things? No. So when did you put, post it? I put the other day. I'm gonna it's read this. I'm gonna send it to. Is, well, it, is it on IG? Yeah. So, well, 
it's a video, so you probably have to watch it after this. Oh, okay. But familiarity breeds the polarization. So I just sent it to you on Instagram. But if you haven't checked it out, you got to go check this out. Um, so I was talking about like familiarity breeds depolarization. Like, so if you get familiar with something, you start like normalizing that. And like, it's like the first time you buy a fancy car, it's like amazing. And you look back at it every time you feel like a million bucks and you're just like, oh, it's just another car, right? Like, oh, if I only had a Rolex watch one day, you get a Rolex watch and you're just like, take it to swimming with your daughter. And it's like, oh, now it's just a watch, right? Like no matter what, you will normalize what you get. Um, and I don't even know where I was going with this, but um, I know, yeah, yeah, you can't- about cars. You can't base like your happiness and like on items and and things like that because no. you just you get used to them. And it's like, dude, you have to be rooted in like family and it's that quick little it, hit. You're like, yeah, and dude, it is really cool. Like if it's something you like, hundred percent, it know, goes away. Do quick. It. Like don't do it because you don't do it because you're looking for somebody else's approval. Like everything in life has to be for you at the end right. of the day. Yeah, but but also even if it's for you, it's an item. It's 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 something that's going to go away. Yeah, but well, so I think it's. Do it because it's something that you like and you're passionate. You will get joy out of, but not for like. It's it's a stat like a lot of people. It's like a status thing, or they're doing because they're seeking. Right. The the thing is, most people do it because they're seeking approval for other people. And that was something that I went through on my journey back with God. I was like, no, like I don't need approval for anybody else. I just I'm I just want to you know his approval, and I have that approval so that I'm good, and then I have the approval with myself as a result. Um, you know, and then it's like, well, cool. So now it's like you get the toys, but that's what they are. They're toys. Cause they bring you personal happiness and that's what it has to be about, you know? And, that, and it's, so right now it's like, I haven't, I personally, one of the reasons I haven't gotten in real estate is I do think, especially commercial, there's going to be a fucking big, like it's going to be from the people that I've talked to. I was talking to my buddy. He's down in, um, we played rugby together. Awesome dude. Fucking monster. Um, and same thing, his dad, uh, his dad had an amazing business that was actually, I think, um, really cool. Like dude, profit, like cash cow. You wouldn't even think about it. It was something about like streaming music or music rights and then streaming and stuff. But his dad was also in real estate so that he got into real estate and that's what he's been doing since college. And, uh, you know, he's just, I didn't actually understand this about, cause uh, you know, commercial, with because i was like i keep hearing like man there's gonna be commercial bloodbath like why is it and i was like oh it's like apparently all these floating rates and you got to keep you know it's not like you're locked in in a lot of these places like you would be for a mortgage so those rates are about to fucking jump for a lot of people and you know i've been seeing like there are companies that are already fucking defaulting there was this i was in san francisco there was this commercial property that sold for a couple hundred million and it's listed right now for 60 it was like an 80 percent decrease in a couple of years so it's going to be interesting so that's why i'm like hey i'll hold on to cash money markets are you know you can go put your money somewhere there are money markets paying like four and a half percent right now <laughs> yeah so like, why, why wouldn't you yeah, do that so it's like all right I'll, we'll we'll do real estate i want to i also was just like i'd just rather if i'm gonna buy real estate i'm like i'll just buy land because then at least i have the land if all else fails but i'm just focusing yeah. most on business now because that's really the yeah. season yeah, no, I mean, I think well, it's, it, land is land is always good and it's great, but like, you know, business and do it. But like, you know, one thing I will say is that your money in the bank today is worth the most it'll ever be worth. Inflation is agreed. real. Um, I do think there's deals there. So if you have the cash, you're hunting for deals, like you have the more valuable thing. Like who, who in the negotiation wins? It's like the person that can just stand to walk away, right? Has that walking power. Yeah. And you have the cash, 
you have the walking power. So if a good deal comes up, it's no brainer. Cool, I'm in. That's why I literally get on Zillow every day and I lowball offer a bunch of realtors and they're all arrogant. Their listings are still sitting there. And I'm just like, hey, dude, I'm still here. My price is going down as you're <laughs> not answering me. So, and yeah. I just snag the property like that and I'll snag some more because I have the more valuable thing and I have the walking power. Yeah. Well, yeah. Let's end on that. It's a good way to end. I gotta Let's go. To the, if you're if you're a real if you're a real and get an email from me. Um just yeah. know the price the, today's price won't be tomorrow's price. It keeps going down. <laughs> <laughs> you got the uh we'll, we'll we'll catch we'll catch you guys next week. Um love peace and chicken grease, dogs. Thanks for listening. If you're learning from us, I want you to share this with other business owners who are hustling just like you. Oh, and don't forget, give us your social so we can have all the info. See you on the next one.